0: On with Dan and Tyler. Tyler. Hello. Yeah. Ben's
1: not here. Fortunately, Ben's not here, so we can actually like have a good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: wow. Rip him apart from the jump.
1: Oh, We did it to you last week.
0: So. I mean, yeah, that's definitely fair. Uh, speaking of which, start this over. We need to go again. <laughs> I don't do it that much. I only do it when it sounds bad.
1: You only do it when it's like... More than one guest, yeah. I've noticed, yeah. If it's like two or three of us, you're like, All right, I gotta get this right. Um,
0: we gotta set it off the right yeah, way, I mean, man. Yeah, you're right. When, you know, when
1: you have that many people, it's true. But no, uh, Ben is on vacation, much needed vacation. Yep. Um, he's enjoying himself, having fun. Ben, we love you. Hope you hear this. Love you, point. buddy.
0: Um, it's weird when like. The past couple weeks were weird because he was on vacation and I was on vacation the week before. So typically I at least see him like every Saturday or Sunday when yeah. we record. So I'm used to seeing him once a week and I haven't seen him in like three or four weeks. I'm like, I miss my buddy. Like, I can't wait till he's back and like we could just catch up about some stuff. I feel like it's been forever.
1: It's funny, I forgot he was going on his vacation. So like over the weekend I called him and I was like, Hey, what are you doing? He's like, I'm in North Carolina. I'm like, well, it's a good thing that we didn't just barge into your house then.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For any specific reason, were you calling my brother back? Yes, I was. Oh,
1: Uh, yeah. Over the weekend, I got engaged. Yay. So me and Carrie are
0: engaged. About time. I feel so so honored because I was there from the very beginning of everything, where you would come to me like we do with each other, and you'd be like, Yeah, I like this girl, but I don't know, man. Like, I think it's a good thing, but may not be a good thing, but it's good. And then, like, slowly, you're just like, yeah, hang it out with her today. Hang it out with her tomorrow again. (laughs) Hang it out. It's like, oh, yeah, so you're
2: dating.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. She's the best. And it was recently when you came to see my show, she started doing the mannerism thing that couples pick up where they just start doing the things that...
1: What was she doing? Uh,
0: you, you you guys were talking about some kind of fries you were get Truffle fries. Yeah. You wanted truffle fries. So Ben said something about it. And Carrie was saying something backwards. And she was like, we have to go and get the order. And she started doing the hand thing that you do where you get very, like, Animated. pointed and stagnant with your hands. When it was such a Tyler thing that I'm, I was looking at her like, oh, my God, it's happening. Yeah. Uh, I,
1: I mean, I never noticed it because I'm always with her. but, like, an outside viewer definitely noticed it. Like
0: mm-hmm. You don't have to go into the whole story, but did you have, like, did it go off like you planned as far as the engagement goes? And
1: I mean, yeah, there wasn't a ton of planning. I mean, typical me, everything's at, like, immediate. Like, it's just so, uh, just, let's do it now. Type yeah. Type. So, I was just like, well, this seems like a perfect night for it. Let's go. like and other than the weather, everything else is perfect.
0: Sometimes it's better like that. Honestly, when when I proposed, I did it on, like, the anniversary of our first date, so it was kind of special. But I knew I wanted to do it around that period of time anyway, so it just made sense to, like, find a day and really yeah. kind of get planned for it and stuff. That's awesome, though. It's such a special... Like, especially that first month or so of being engaged is such, like, a special time. And, it's like, the weird. feeling is crazy.
1: Like, me and her are both like, is this real? Like, we don't even know. We have no clue. What yeah. It. Sometimes I have to keep looking at the ring to make sure I even gave it to her. I'm like, I did that right.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did the damn thing. And oh boy.
1: I'm so proud of you. No, it's like I'm growing up.
0: Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Both my knees are going. It's, it's a sign that we're all growing up yeah. in some kind of way.
1: Well, Eli did it, so then obviously I had to do it. I
0: know you guys are all. I feel because like I ben kicked had off already a whole he- done
1: it. You know that if Eli did it and Ben wasn't engaged, he would have en- got engaged two days later to be like his little buddy.
0: <laughs> that's yeah, hundred percent. His idol. <laughs> it, it really is his idol. Celebrity. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it, I feel like I'm responsible for this whole second generation of cousins kicking off these engagements now because yeah, I had the wedding and now it was like okay, now you all need to step up and yeah, get some family like, events going
1: out of like a young group other than like Andrew who was like a while ago you were really like the first one yeah,
0: Bernadette kind of said mean, that to me too and now she's engaged which is really funny yeah, yeah. A, I
1: do, we're, yeah, we're all getting <laughs> John,
0: up next Johnny, Gage's come on baby anime waifu. <laughs> get that waifu here baby <laughs> mail order they have those for a reason, I guess. I mean, I don't know. It says I, John Torres written all over it. I didn't see, honestly, as many hoes in Vegas as I expected to when I was Did out you there. Did get the stripper cards? The, they were there. They were around. Oh. So, like, it was crazy because... The
1: playing cards.
0: Yeah. They was were, it? like, just kind of on the street. So you'd be walking on the strip or whatever, and there'd be clean areas. And then you look down, and there's, like, a picture of a girl topless with just stars on her nips or whatever. And it was like... It was like, you want company today? Call this, 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 this. I was like, oh, okay. So they weren't necessarily in plain sight. Stripper trading cards, man. They probably have, like, their (laughs) stats and everything. I know. Could you imagine that, like, the good art on it that they would have? What would the attacks be, too? Spin? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Spin and kneel?
0: Death drop. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of... Jesus, dollar dollar bills, y'all. That would be Make like a rain. yeah. That would be like a big like seventy hit point attack. Oh my god! No, but they, I they had just like the cards around, it. and then I think the last day I was there, I saw one in plain sight, and I was like, oh okay, so y'all really are out here. I don't know who went there uh, like a while ago.
1: Somebody went there, one of my friends or something, and they were just collecting them like Pokemon cards.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were just on the street. That's the first time. That's the thing Julie said the first time she was over there, too. Is she was like, would be walking down the street. People are just with their families. And you look down, and there are these just cards for prostitutes with their buttholes showing. Like, <laughs> It's a wild place.
1: It, is. it should be the capital of the United States. It
0: should be. Time. Except it shouldn't be, too, because <laughs> that little John shit still pisses me off. I'm so mad I didn't get to see him that night at that club. That's what you went. I told you I went, oh, but they yeah, didn't let did me go, in. Yeah, okay. Dude. That was the same club. I didn't put that together. It, it, that was the you got pol- screwed over. dude. I got so screwed over, and I'm kind of thinking too. They were maybe a capacity, or just looking for reasons to turn people away. It could have been because yeah. I looked for in their dress code. I looked for specifically shorts because I know it's Vegas. It's 102, so they should specify if like shorts aren't acceptable, even if they're like dress shorts or whatever, Which to dress let you know. Is stupid. For a club stupid. Anyway. It's real stupid. It's dumb. So who's gonna wear jeans in a hundred and two degree heat? Tell me that. Um, not me.
1: Sweaty Latino dudes looking for
0: clubbing. <laughs> okay, but not me. Still, like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you fit right in. It's, uh, yeah, I guess. So why
1: wouldn't they let me in? I don't know. They could have been like, "Damn." They, no, they said that's too much diversity.
0: That would have been cool. They turn you away. Next time I'm going uh, to Dre's, which is like their big club, like that's the beach club uh, over there. When I was there on that Saturday, Ti was there and French Montana was there. It's like so the two like losers, it's two losers. But I mean, if you're getting a club for sixty bucks and they're performing, like that's kind of dope. Yeah. They had Neo there the next weekend, which like that's a way better show. Sweet. Julie saw that and was like, Are you kidding me? She has like an irrational you love gotta for New got to plan
1: the, the Vegas trip around the concert. Yes, today. next time I
0: will. I saw that, um, I think it was September, October, Motionless and White is going to be there. And I was like, Oh, that'd be sick to come out of, in, to Vegas for Motionless and White and then party the rest of the night. They're coming to Toronto. Them, that's like four bands that I love
1: like all coming to Toronto and I'm like I kind of want to go.
0: I was listening to Sleep Token a lot again today. And some of the melodies that he puts into his songs are still like surprise the hell out of me. That just you were right when you said he had to have taken music theory or have some kind of knowledge yeah, of like sure. how it's written because he does things that only like really really talented musical minded people do with their music.
1: Yeah, I mean like you
0: you listen to it, you're like, oh, shit. Like, he knows what he's doing. Even uh, the, when the summoning comes on, it does that switch up towards the end. It's like, that shouldn't fit in that song. But it does. But it, it perfectly flows and transitions through it.
1: I think it all has to do with how long that, like, intermission part of the song is. Yeah. Like, it gives you enough time to cool down from the summoning that it's like, okay, here's the end. Yeah. Which is sweet.
0: Oh, it's so good makes me so happy. Anything that makes me feel like I can run through walls is like the music that I tend to gravitate towards. I don't know why.
1: That's what I'm forcing Ben to listen to recently. <laughs> I mean, it's the best type of music. I made two different playlists for Ben recently. I made a normal one that's like a bunch of house music, and then I made one that was like me being an asshole joking around. I made one called How Is This So Damn Long? And it's like an hour, and it's six songs long. <laughs> <laughs> It's like five Tool songs and a 15 minute <laughs> metal song.
0: Yeah, five Tool songs will do it alone. Like, <laughs> and then like you throw on like maybe one Metallica song in there, like something else like that. Throw Dude, Skinner- all the Tool
1: songs are 10 minutes or long, or yeah. Longer.
0: Yeah, Tool does like rock operas in each of their songs. It's insane. Sick man. COVID made it the one thing that I really missed out on with COVID. Uh, was the year it happened? Was the year I was supposed to go back to Bonnaroo and Tool was doing two sets, like two different sets at Bonnaroo oh, that year, which would have been sick. That would have been so. They're cool coming to see.
1: in Rochester. They're coming to Rochester, but they are so expensive. Are they? It's,
0: I'm sure they are. They're I legends. Want,
1: I want to go, but they're so expensive. So good. And I'm like, how do I rationalize this?
0: Like, I Tool,
1: one of the greatest bands of all time. <laughs> That's instantly a good reason to go, but like. Yeah, dude, the tickets are nuts. It's yeah. like two fifty.
0: It's hard justifying for a floor.
1: It's five hundred dollars.
0: Holy for shit! For floor, it's hard justifying that on one artist. It really is. Like it has to like be something really, really. Drake, really Drake big. tickets
1: are five hundred for floor. I'd pay five hundred for floor, floor. to go see Drake.
0: Yeah, I would too. Totally, <laughs> I'd absolutely a... do it.
1: Drake and Tool are both a bucket list artist to see live.
0: I thought of you the other night because. Um, and this is this is something you'll hear when you listen to my podcast too. But uh, the other night, Sugar Sean O'Malley fought. If you know who that is, yeah, of and course. he he won the belt. I don't I don't know if you know that at all. No, I didn't watch the. Uh, but he uh, he had this whole aura of invincibility walking out. It almost seemed like. One of those hero moments where you're like, oh, they're going to they're kind of do it. And the momentum kind of switched for me because everybody was picking Aljo to win. And then Izzy picked Sean. And I was like, oh, maybe he sees something with his striking that not a lot of people see. So they did the walkouts. And Sean O'Malley walked out to Superstar by Lupe Fiasco. And I was like, okay, that's like dope. That's a really cool song. And then Aljo's music starts at its blackout by Joyner Lucas. <laughs> And it switched into I love, and it showed him and his team walking out. And I'm looking, and I'm like, "Wait, who's walking with him?" And I went, "Is that Joiner?" And Joyner, and Joyner was, was, walking was walking out with him, out with him and his te- team. And I just thought of you because in that moment, ironically, I was like, "Yeah, he lost. Yeah, <laughs> like
1: that's it, <laughs> dude. It's like, it's like bringing French Montana with." you. <laughs> And coming out to all of his features. Well, there was another one time. Of his solo tracks.
0: Fucking Stipe Miocic is from Cleveland. And he comes out to Till like I Die every time he fights, which always annoys the hell out of me because it's MGK. Yeah. and uh,
1: Actually, it's one of the only MGK songs I.
0: I really do enjoy, like that song. But... but he, you know, he annoys the crap out oh, of me yeah. now. Um, but when Stipe fought Daniel Cormier and lost the belt. MGK was in the audience. They cut to him right before the fight started where he was, like, singing the lyrics. And I was like, ah, shit. Like, that was another moment where I felt like he's losing. Like, this, it's bad. Especially with DC because DC used to come out to right above it every time he walked out. And I thought that was the most badass song to come out to all the time. That's one of the most underrated Lil Wayne and Drake songs out there. I wish I
1: was, like, a UFC fighter because my walkout songs would be nuts.
0: Yeah. There's an Eminem curse, so I would never be able to pick Eminem at all. Most of the time, people walk out to him and lose. Any of the corny rappers. Like, watch. Somebody's going to come out to, like,
1: NF. Is he? They're just going to break six bones (laughs) during that fight. Is he
0: his last fight when he uh, walked out and uh, and won the belt back? He walked out to Headstrong by Trapped. Which I thought was the most like I was like, What is this? Two thousand five and then like I saw Walker and I was like, Okay, this is actually kinda sweet. Like this was He's what this song into, like, was built Smackdown for. SmackDown
1: vs. Raw two thousand seven. Like
0: every anime compilation video we used to watch yes. as kids that had that over it. There's a very specific crowd that Back listened off to that music. Take you home. <laughs> Same with like the three days Grace crowd and the breaking Benjamin crowd. Animal like, I have become Yeah. Dude? <laughs> I don't know if you've been seeing those, like, Spongebob character AI covers. Oh, my
1: God. I just –
0: what was the one I just heard?
1: Oh, it was uh, Plankton singing um, If I Was Your Man by Bruno Mars, (laughs) and he killed it.
0: The Plankton ones are absolutely the best, but I heard one of him today doing I Hate Everything About You. And it was almost like his voice was absolutely made for a three-day's grace. I
1: saw – it was Drake's Forever, but it was Spongebob. Plankton, Patrick, and Squidward, and you absolutely have to stick around to the end because Squidward is Eminem.
0: And oh Absolutely
1: no. dominates.
0: <laughs> the, the, I'm like
1: oh my god, Squidward is Eminem.
0: The internet is a horrible place,
1: <laughs> dude. It's awesome. I who's ever said AI was bad? Not me. <sighs> wink, wink. I totally said it was bad,
0: but Terminator definitely told us AI was bad. I,
1: I as long as we keep getting AI songs like this, isn't this is great? Like the the B One Battle Droids from Star Wars singing songs, love it.
0: Yeah, all those things, like Perry Pilatipus, I've been seeing a few covers of out there. I've I've been seeing a couple of those. Those ones are interesting. I've seen Minecraft villagers. That one's that one I've seen. Those ones are and the
1: best one, Yoshi crunchy. singing a Mexican song.
0: That's. I'm surprised that's not the theme of the show at this point. Dude, it needs, be- it needs to be switched. That needs to Ben's
1: happen. In. Ben already agrees. All right, we're switching it this episode. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Make sure you send the audio. Clip it. I got it's you. It's official now.
1: <laughs> I mean, technically, you, you can't get copy written for an AI cover, right?
0: I don't know. If you can't, then I'm using a plankton cover for my intro at some point. <laughs>
1: We should just switch it like every few.
0: <laughs> Julie sent me one the other day that I got <laughs> so pissed about because of one specific thing, and it was it, there's this guy on Instagram that has like a running story going of all the SpongeBob AI covers. It's the best. I'll send you the link to his profile. It's fucking hilarious. But um, he was doing one, and Plankton was covering six, seven, nine by Fetty Wap. Oh God! <clears throat> and they cut to still a Stella Plankton. Singing the chorus and in the still, they were replaced Plankton's eye with Fetty Wop's eye. No, like the just the missing one. His one eye. It was like I was like, yo, they did not just do this to my boy, right? It, it was the funniest shit I've ever seen
1: <laughs> in my entire life. Did him dirty. Isn't he going to jail now? I thought he was in jail. I think, he, I think he is. He released like kind of a good album and then went to jail, I think.
0: What a weird run he had as an artist. Like, he had a year where everybody wanted him on their hooks or on their songs, and then it just freaking dissipated almost. It's like everybody wanted him, and then they didn't. Thank God he didn't win French a Grammy. Montana. Yeah. Except he's weird. He He's like a hurricane where, like, he'll go away, and then every four years there's, like, a devastating one. <laughs> like, where he'll, you know, he had pop that, and pop that was, like, a big thing, and then it was just, like, you didn't hear about him forever. And then he had Unforgettable, which was technically his song.
1: It's his song.
0: It's his song, but like, it just has two verses on it. But Sway Lee does ninety percent of the work, and like, you remember it more for Sway Lee than you do for him. Yeah, like,
2: that, that,
0: <laughs> you, ride with me, ride with me, boss. Nobody rap knows legend his part. Rap legend.
1: Everybody knows Sway Lee's part. Nobody knows.
0: Coach no. part. you waited up for me. i will with you. Like, who wants him on?
1: Quick, what's your favorite solo French Montana song, <laughs> where he's alone on a song? My favorite, <laughs> God, can I even think of one? I can think of a few, but like,
0: there's what this is gonna you're gonna be like, I'm absolutely replacing that right now. There's one called Sanctuary. That's my favorite. It is, yeah. And he uses the the, the Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts, Hearts beat yeah. for it. That's
1: a good song. Mm-hmm. That's a good song. It is, yeah, because the first time I heard that, I sent it to Ben. Uh. And I was like, Ben! And he was like, what? I'm like, listen to this French Montana song. He probably thought I was insane.
0: There's, there are a couple of songs that the first time I moved out, you know, obviously I'm so close with John and Ben. And there was a playlist I had where every time something sounded like Kingdom Hearts-ish, I used to just throw it on there. And when I miss John and Ben, i just throw that playlist on and just like listen to a bunch of stuff. And that that song was one of them on there because of how good like the sample was for that actual beat. His lyrics, like, again, eh. Like we... that,
1: that project that that song's from, Wave Gods or whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, is like his best one yeah, by far. Because you got Chinks on like two or three songs. You got the uh, – what is that song with Chinks –
0: I know he has a lot, but like it's the big popular one. Off the rip, yeah,
1: that one.
0: Oh me, oh my, yeah, that one's I good. love that song. Chinks was good too. He had it's the really song. Good. He had the song called "Yay" that I still Yay? play all the time. Dope House with Jadakiss. Yes, never heard that? It's That's so a great good. song. Yeah, rest in peace, Chinks. He died way too young.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: <sighs> all these guys are the era is something I really miss with hip hop, and it's something that died with streaming. Like when when everything switched up, like you know, Apple Music and Spotify and all those platforms. Like, cause what is
1: on Datpiff right now? I have like, no what, idea.
0: I don't even know what Datpiff would be at this. What point. is the
1: top ten mixtapes on Datpiff? It's probably like an X bundle, NBA YoungBoy bundle, like yeah. of like four to five songs that have previously been released. Datpiff's not even on the store anymore. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's like... It got removed from the app store.
0: It's like unreleased X-Tracks, and it's like 15 tracks of him just warming up in the studio. He's not even doing anything. He's just riffing. Him breathing. (laughs) (sighs) Yo, y'all got to order my McDonald's yet? Can you get that McDonald's to me? (laughs)
1: Loop that, slap Rick Ross on it, call it a track. (laughs) I can see it. With a pop smoke ad-lib in the back. (laughs) for that feature
0: i was thinking about the mixtape age specifically today uh because uh, dreams and nightmares came on and i was thinking about dream chaser one and dream chaser two when meek mill put those out and those two projects were those were the closest you could get there was there were some projects that they put on dat that it was like Oh, you're giving me an album for free. Like, this is an album's worth of stuff, like, that you're just handing to me. And Dream Chaser 2, I remember, was 100% that. That was, like...
1: Which one's that? That's
0: Dream Chaser 2... This one was
1: like, the multiple Travis Scott features? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah,
0: that one has a couple Travis Scott features. It has Burn on it with Big Sean. Um, Ready or Not's on that one, too. Oh,
1: yeah, Burn.
0: Burn is a great song. I went
1: to DatPiff.com and it says, we're evolving beyond our website and app to take DatPiff to the next generation.
0: It's probably... What does that even mean?
1: It's probably NFTs. <laughs> I it's could
0: probably see it.
1: not, but as soon as a company goes and does NFTs, they're dead.
0: Yeah. I don't know why so many people are gravitating towards that so much more. You
1: know, I think it's kind of dying off.
0: Yeah. Just very quick face. just
1: the Elon Musk fans who still got him.
0: Let me see. I'm pulling up the track list to see what was on that, because there were some good tracks on it. On My Way was good. Every Day with Rick Ross was good. Oh, they put the... That's the mixtape they put the uh, House Party remix on with Fab and And Mac Miller. Miller. Oh, man. That was a that was one of the best remixes ever. Like of period. Suck. Yeah. It's so good. That's Mac what, Miller's verses. Yes. Was awesome. I was just gonna say that's one of my favorite Mac verses ever was when he did that. Oh, I missed the fuck out of him. So much. There's so much about Mac that I wish was back. Uh straight like that with two chains. That one he says my favorite two chains line ever on which is early bird get the worm I'm up way before y'all he just says that for whatever reason can we can we take a moment to finally admit
1: that 2 Chains has been garbage his entire life oh yeah but like he's been entertaining enough to where we are blinded and we think that he's good
0: that age specifically was the age I was really hating on him. because I, I was, love <laughs> 2 Chain. I do too. But
1: he's ass. Yeah, oh, so bad. If you bad. go back and you analyze his shit, it's so bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Like
1: I, I need to buy pocketbooks for these people. Yep.
0: Yeah, that's all, a line that he says. Uh, it, all I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe. Just,
1: I mean, that's, that's very lyricism. Right. That's best.
0: I and she got a big booty, so For I call color. her Big, big booty. booty. Very simple yeah. <laughs> on the nose.
1: Why why complicate things?
0: <laughs> Poetry and motion. Why
1: make it hard to remember her
0: name? <laughs> Just call her one, two, uh, three. <laughs> I don't know. sound like blue face with his thing where he's got all those girls. Krishan Rock has uh, been releasing a bunch of new music. Have you been seeing that lately? She has music? Yeah. Like, all this angry music and, like, I haven't really delved into it, but I've just seen that she's been releasing it. it? And people are like, people like, yeah, we want angry Krishan Rock. Like, do you want, want any, any i don't want genre. yeah it was yeah. she looks like an angry pitbull blue girls club was Blueface's faces show it's the worst thing. they already fired
1: stupidest <laughs> shit ever dude i love Blueface. like as a person i think he's hilarious yeah, he is and hilarious. he has so much entertainment potential but he just ruins it by <laughs> the krishan thing which i think is hilarious that he's just like yeah i cheated and i'm gonna do it again <laughs> that's what he said. He's like, he's like, if you have my kid, I'm gonna cheat on you all the time. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, he just straight up said that shit to her. I'm like, damn, that's
0: so fucked up.
1: I'm like, there has to be some respect to that. Bro. Like, he's like, I'm gonna do it, and I'm not
0: only gonna do it. Once. I mean, you can't say that like he didn't give a warning as to who he was. He's like, listen, I'm a dog, so don't like, don't do anything. She's like, I'm gonna. He's like, okay. Ugh. That whole thing is just – it's like watching a car crash. You just can't look away. You can't have them but, like, look towards the wreckage as you go by.
1: Everything I know about those two I know against my will.
0: Yeah. That's definitely fair. So
1: I've learned against my will.
0: <laughs> that's, like, how the Kardashians are with everything. It's, like, the everything I know about them, it's just because.
1: I only like Kylie, and so therefore I –
0: I Actually, I don't know anything about them. Which one did French date? Because French did date one of them. I have no clue. Yeah, he did. He
1: doesn't exist. He's not a real person.
0: (laughs) French doesn't, I guess. What kind of
1: name is French Montana? Like, did he go to Montana? I was like, imagine if this was in France. Because
0: it's like his Mecca. Like, he was like, oh, I'm reborn. Like, how Snoop Dogg became Snoop Lion for a little bit. Like, he just decided to go to France and become French. And he went to Montana and he became Montana.
1: So he was Montana of 300, then he lost 300, and then he's like, damn, I can't just be Montana. So then he went to go be French Montana.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, that's And it. He
1: lost a lot of his melanin. <laughs> cut,
0: the majority of it, even. Cut
1: the dreads, <laughs> and then claimed he was from, where? where is he from?
0: Morocco? Morocco. I think he's from Morocco, yeah. I think he's
1: Moroccan. I don't
0: know. I don't know know what he thinks. (laughs) He's a strange man. So much strange stuff about him.
1: I mean, he did get famous off features and not being able to carry a song by himself. So I guess that is... Yeah.
0: So, like, it is a fame. You see DJ
1: Khaled now? is just, like, nuts. He's, like, a psychopath.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We all kind of knew that deep down, though, right? Did you see
1: the video where he was like, the vocals is in? And he was screaming, the vocals is in, like sprinting. And then all of a sudden he just jumps into a pool. And then he, just, he screams at his phone underwater, the vocals is in. And you're like, what the fuck?
2: Like
0: better be something good.
1: Got of, you know, props to him though. He, he noticed he made like two stupid videos where he looks like a total idiot. And then he's like, wow, people love these. Let me keep making them. <laughs> so He's like, let's go golfing.
0: Yeah, you can't necessarily. Let's golf. You can't necessarily uh, fault him for capitalizing on what people like.
1: He's another hurricane. Yeah. He just pops up randomly. (laughs) And it's not even for his music because the music really ain't horrible. And it's been pretty bad recently. But, like, the music is not the worst part about him. It's, like, the fact that he becomes a meme every two
0: to three years. Yeah. I remember the early uh, I'm not even I remember. I missed the early days of his music when it was the projects he was putting together was so good. Like really thought out and really, really good.
1: Like he has another one coming out and I'm like, Well, I wonder what crazy collabs we're gonna get. That's what I look forward to, but then I listen to him like this is bad. Like did yeah. you hear that song that came out that was like Lil Baby, Lil' Uzi,
0: Future and Somebody Else? Oh, was that uh it, it, with that supposed-to-be-love track that he did? Yeah,
1: where he like sampled PYT, but it was terrible.
0: Yeah, that was bad. That song sucked. It was really bad. I think off his last album, the only thing I listened to was uh, they used this gospel remix, and it was just because it was hyped up for so long.
1: I, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Let me go back
0: to that. I want to see what's on there. I did, too. Um, I don't know. I I had hoped for... Caled Khaled. When that uh, when that song came out, I had hoped for a Kanye verse and an Eminem verse on it. Like that's all I've wanted from a collab track from them.
1: I like every chance I get is a good song. Uh, Pop star and grease. Yeah, the two Drake tracks, and then the biggest one, Little Baby and Little Dirk. Yeah, I might mean, also like Usain Bolt's taste on Spotify. Usain Bolt's got some fire music, dude. Oh, my God.
0: Does he? I don't know if I've ever heard Usain Bolt's music.
1: Not his music himself, but, like, a playlist.
0: Oh, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I see. I thought he was out here making music.
1: God did. Yeah, Supposedly Loved. That shit was ass. Do
0: you ever... Um, we the Best Forever is the one with I'm On One on it, and Welcome to My Hood, and, like, a bunch of good tracks like that. Yeah. There's this song on that album called Legendary. Have you ever heard that song? No. That's a song you in particular would love because it's Chris Brown, Keisha Cole and Neo. And I know how big of a Chris Brown guy you are as far as like his music and that's a very good like It's funny cuz I
1: used to be like now I'm like Chris Brown ruins everything he hops on now, but like back then dude he was fire.
0: Yeah. That that's a good one. That's that's a song that God, Randy used to put on his, like, iPhone, he used to have a bunch of songs, like, just saved when, you know, music was finite and people couldn't just stream everything all the time. He used to just put that on, on like, every time we hung out, we, he put on that song. I freaking love it. I'm actually going to listen to it when we get out of here. Uh, yeah, his old stuff was, I miss when people tried. Travis is the only one who's, like, trying these days. And that's what makes me respect him so much more, is he actually, like, has a vision for album a year, like, years ahead of when it's actually going to be out, and he sticks to that. Like, no matter how long it takes or how meticulous it is, he does it.
1: It's rumored that the Scots is still going to drop.
0: I'd still be down for it.
1: And also, he's featured on Kid Cudi's new album, which I don't care about. Poor Cudi. Dude, Cudi sucks.
0: (laughs) Man on the Moon is such a good album.
1: I don't know how you could like self-destruct yourself so bad to where you turn me, like a huge fan into somebody who just straight up says they hate you now.
0: Like <laughs> Yeah, he had a weird career, man. I love those old albums, dude. Me too. They're so good. And then the Alt album he made was kind of weird, like the the That wasn't great. Speeding yeah. Bullet to Heaven? Yes, yeah. That one was like eh. But um, Man on the Moon 1 and 2, and then Indicud was. The, uh, those projects are all so good. The, the song he does with um, Ferg and Rocky, what's that one, Brothers? Maybe. That's a great song. That's off Indicud.
1: That's the one I know the least.
0: Yeah, I do like that album. That that album's worth revisiting. That's a good one that if you're at work this week and are looking for something to go back on, definitely worth re-listening.
1: I liked Man on the Moon 3 a lot, too.
0: I did, too. That was a great album.
1: And then he decided to call Kanye a dinosaur, so I was like, okay, you're (laughs) 17 years old.
0: (laughs) Kanye, I don't even know what I would call Kanye at this point.
1: Kanye is a Kanye. A genius.
0: He knows how to stay relevant. That's for sure.
1: He says all the right things.
0: Yeah, he knows. <laughs> all the right things. Yeah. All the time.
1: Everything he's ever said has been a perfect statement, and there's been no issues with it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's
1: working on his next album.
0: I hope it's decent, because I'm still going to listen to it no matter what.
1: Did you end up hearing the train wreck that was Don
0: to 2? Yeah.
1: That was awesome. I hated it. Yeah, I
0: man, it's really hard because I always try and look for like the through line with his albums for like maybe what he was thinking when he was doing like when he put out "I Love You." I was like, this album isn't you know the best, but I I see the theme. Even what, album? Um, what was the- Yay? Is it Yay? Not yay. um... Hold on. I don't think it was Ye. Unless I'm thinking of... Is
1: that the one where it's like, I'm bipolar Polar, or something?
0: Oh, yeah, it was yay. Ye. Yeah. See, I didn't even remember the name of it. That's how much I forgot. it. I about. like that album. It, but, like, it, it was okay, but I didn't think it was, like, the Kanye at his best. Like... No, I don't think anything
1: recently is his... Just- no,
0: best. my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is Kanye. It is absolute best. Like that's him that's a, thinking. Yep,
1: that's uh, peak Kanye.
0: Right gr- there. Everything before that is too. Like graduation is still probably my favorite album ever. See hip-hop-ized. the thing is, there's
1: bad songs on those three albums, but yeah. there isn't a bad song on my beautiful, beautiful dark twisted fantasy.
0: No, that's very true. Drunken
1: <laughs> hot girls. Why does that song exist?
0: Because most stuff. <laughs>
1: Why I, does it exist?
0: I don't know. But then, but you say that, but then the song after that is Flashing Lights, which Con- Kanye's got to get would through never... the
1: trash to find the
0: treasure. The, the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life, and no one can take this away from Kanye when I saw him at HSBC when he came here, when he did Flashing Lights, he had the people that were working like the board cut the sound, or not cut the sound, cut the lights in HSBC Arena and told everybody to just put up the lights on their phones. And, like, the 60,000 people or whatever that were in KeyBank all had their phones lit up, and it was lighting up the entire fucking place. And I thought that shit was so cool. As that beat's playing for it, you're just seeing the whole crowd lighting him up. I was like, God damn, that's power you can't get anywhere else unless you're Kanye West. I don't know, man. I, I If he drops the project, I'll listen. I'll hope it's good. But Donda, too, I couldn't see the through line on. That's what I was going through for with that whole thing. I couldn't see a through line. I was like, what? There was a couple
1: songs I was like, yeah, these are cool. And then there was a like, bunch that were just like a beat. And I'm like, well, <laughs> did you even finish this? I'm like, what did you do? Did you put four stems together and said, yep. Yeah. That's it.
0: Basically, for some of them, that's exactly what he
1: does. (laughs) I didn't get it. Other songs are, like, really good.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's him, so you know you're going to be able to pull off a good song or two no matter what. Yeah. Even Jesus is King, which is, like, some of the 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 tracks are really
1: good. Is insane,
0: though. Follow God, I still listen to all the time. Like, it's just got the, the flow that he has with it is good. The beat's simple enough where it works, and he goes with the snare a lot on it. It's, it's very well done. I don't know. He's always...
1: uses Gospels top tier, dude.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's another one that's top tier. With Kenny G on it, too. The goat. <laughs> the goat.
1: No, Yo-Yo Ma's the goat.
0: Kenny G and Yo-Yo Ma on a hip-hop song... Would be the most incredible thing.
1: NF Kenny G and Yo Yo Ma.
0: I was thinking more like Uzi Kenny G and Yo Yo Ma. Because that's. Uzi would do some weird shit like that. You know he would, where he's just like, yeah, I'll go put. uh, I'm going to put them on there, and then I'm going to have Faith Hill sing The Hook. (laughs) Like, just.
1: I want Uzi to start working with like the most random people. He's starting to. He bring, is. Baby Metal and Bring Me the Horizon. So like we got he's got it in him.
0: <laughs> that baby metal song is Utter Utter, utter chaos, chaos, chaos that I absolutely love.
1: It's just noise. <laughs> the song is literally just noise.
0: That's like if you poured three shots of espresso and a Red Bull into the same cup and then you just put a dash of liquid cocaine on top of that and and then just chugged it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what like it's your mind that's, that's what your mind would be doing is you are bouncing off the walls and doing backflips off of it. Ch- yeah. <laughs> the soundtrack to my destruction.
1: Baby metal released a song with Tom Morello. I didn't listen to it because I don't really care for baby metal that much, but
0: Damn That'd be a sick track for sure.
1: Dude, I saw it. I'm like, this has to be nuts. But I didn't click on it. It's called METAL in all caps and with like five exclamation points. Yeah. So,
0: Damn. Rage is one that I will forever be bummed that I missed out on.
1: They're expensive as hell too.
0: Yeah. I know. Once you get to a certain name, once once you get to a certain status, your name just carries a value on it. Like a minimum. We went to... Because uh, Adele does a residency in Vegas, and we were looking at, like, you know, just possibly what tickets might cost around. And there's, like, a ticket stand out around in Caesars, and Julie uh, went out to the guy and asked, Do you have Adele tickets for sale at all? And he was like, Phew. He was like, you wouldn't be able to buy those here. He's like, you'd have to buy them online and hope that you could get some. He's like last I saw they're starting at a thousand dollars. But people will pay it because it's a
1: Jeez,
0: man. Yeah. I'd like that money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially if there's limited seats if you're doing a residency too.
0: Yeah, exactly. They like also
1: Travis was doing residencies.
0: Yeah, I know he was. Maroon Five was doing a residency out there, which I think is the best thing ever. Keep them in Las Vegas as much as humanly possible. Just keep them on the West Coast. Ten dollar concert. Yeah, seriously. All you know, forty-five-year-old women going to see how quote unquote hot.
1: Seventeen-year-old girlfriends.
0: Yeah, he's a creep. Maroon Five is weird. I wish I could go back and tell the old Maroon Five that this is the music they'd be making. And just see their reactions, like, no, we would never touch this. And I was, <laughs> you'll see. You'll see. You're going to make tons of hits off it, and then you'll never stop.
1: You go from she will be loved to fucking payphone, which payphone's good, but, like,
0: I never would have thought I saw I would see them working with Wiz or like anything like that.
1: I to this day always forget Wiz Khalifa's in that song until he comes on and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot he's on
0: this. Remember what they did the Super Bowl and Travis was like the feature with them and yeah. watching how awkwardly Adam Levine was dancing to <laughs> sicko mode, to sicko mode. <laughs> like, dude, you have no rhythm if it's not your song. A very weird mashup. Weird mashup. Speaking of weird mashups, uh, John Krasinski is Batman. I'm in. <laughs> Come on,
1: ride or die.
2: No, I really?
1: like I like drawing John Krasinski, and I think an off-the-cuff pick for Batman is what we need. We don't need some dude that uh, we don't need a fan cast. First of all, no. enough with fan casting. It's getting annoying, and that's all DC wants to do. But, like, I'm in. It'd be different. I'm not – don't get me wrong. I'm not enthusiastic about it. I'm not like, oh, he's such a good pick. He's perfect in the role. I'm like, that's weird. Let's see how it plays out. I just, like
0: – yeah, I don't know. Like, he's he's appealing enough for Bruce Wayne, I guess. But, like, it's some, something about his face, man.
2: Yeah, I don't too know.
0: Nice. He's got too nice of a face. He looks like if you put like Bob the Tomato's face on a human body, <laughs> like that's how I see John Krasinski is like this <laughs> lovable, just face there. And I don't know if it's cause of the Office or whatever, but
1: well, he's not gonna have the beard first of
0: all. Yeah, he's got that badass beard that he's been rocking, but he's not gonna have that. I don't know because who do you put as Damien, then? Like who do you put as like Robin and the rest of the Bat family if he's gonna be Batman? Um, Rain Wilson. As as who who we okay so for putting the office cast in there, <laughs> where are we sticking though? Jenna Fisher has to be like either Alfred Boys or Batgirl, Ivy. right? Well, if John Krasinski is going to be in that, we got to kind of. I mean, I don't know. Poison Ivy would definitely be a good choice. She has like for her.
1: reddish hair, so I'm just saying that.
0: Yeah, that'd definitely be good. Well, who would Rain Wilson be though? Um.
1: Either the Riddler or like the penguin.
0: He he could be a really like annoying Riddler and that would work really well. Like honestly, the Riddler being annoying as hell would probably be a great casting choice of doing that. Or St- Mr. If- Freeze.
1: <laughs> I just keep thinking of him like that, what is that Robotron or whatever that he dressed oh, <laughs> up as? I'm like, that's that could easily be Mr. Freeze suit.
0: <laughs> um Stanley could be like Commissioner Gordon. Like you know. But
1: he doesn't give a shit.
0: Like, he's here, he's on the job, but I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, either him or, like, Harvey Bullock, because, like, Harvey Bullock is kind of like a, like, I don't care attitude, too. Yeah. That could work. I don't know, where, we, where do we put Michael Scott is, like, the actual question. I feel like he could be the Riddler. He would be a better Riddler. He would definitely be a good Riddler. Dwight would be the...
1: Penguin, for sure. He has the Penguin.
0: He's got to be the Penguin. Because he's just too awkward and weird looking to not be. (laughs) There we go. We got the whole movie cast. Sick. Now let's produce it. Let's call John Krasinski. You're like, hey, we got this idea. This is who we're putting with you. Let's go.
1: I don't know anything about the Brave and the Bold storyline, though.
0: Yeah. I don't know what they're going to be taking from it to use in this movie, which makes me kind of concerned. Like, I don't know.
1: It's about him and Damien, right?
0: Yeah, and, like, more of the Bat family. So I I don't know, like, what they're going to add and what they're going to not. I don't know. Batman's weird right now. Batman's in a weird place. The fact that they want to do, like, six different Batmen is odd.
1: I, I don't know, man. I'd say just build off of Matt Reeves'
0: world. That's what... It, ideally, that's, what, that's what I would say because You're, it was well received, like, like why wouldn't you do that? You start
1: off first two Batman movies are all street level villains and thugs, yeah, and there's slight powers. I mean, we haven't seen powers yet, but they could easily throw a poison ivy in there and introduce an easy to grasp power,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know
2: they're talking they're, about clayface that's already. all
1: street level stuff mm-hmm. and then you slowly build up to like Superman and shit, yeah, but like. They already have, they've already established this, you know, street world. Yeah. With Batman running the lower bullshit of Gotham and, you know, fighting the Penguin and the Riddler.
0: And they're building up bigger villains, too. Like, even, you know, the Joker cameo at the end was received 50-50, but at least they teased, like, oh, there's a bigger villain coming in a in a bigger movie, you know? Like, yeah. gives you something to look forward to with that. I don't know. And, like... The Flash. Bombed. Horrible. Terrible. I did so I did happen to look up um like the ratings for Blue Beetle right now, what people They're are good. thinking of it. People They're good. Like it. Uh, critics gave it like a seventy six or a seventy eight and the audience is giving it like a ninety six.
1: Yeah, audiences are liking it.
0: I think I want to go see it.
1: There's a lot of people saying it's easily the best DC movie in recent like recent DC um, but uh, then there's other people saying it's just a copy paste origin story. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I get it. Like, why do Blue Beetle early? Like, Blue Beetle seems like such a side character. Why <laughs> would you.
0: I don't know. Corner the Latino market.
1: Yeah, there's people saying that, like, DC fans don't give a shit unless it's Superman or Batman. It's like, I guess that's true, but, like, you're picking Blue Beetle as out of anybody. Yeah, to do a story
0: on. I don't know. I think DC fans who are... I think, I think DC probably, fans who gravitate more towards Marvel know, like, only care about Batman and Superman. If, yeah. if you, like, watched shows like Justice League Unlimited or, like, Young Justice or things like that, you know more of the depth that DC has and, like, some of the more fun stuff they can do with it. You know the potential, and I think that's the hardest part about DC being a DC fan is we know the potential, but they never live up to it.
1: Like, for me, I'm definitely more of a Marvel fan. Mm -hmm. But I know my shit, so I know that Blue Beetle is a bad pick for first side character. Yes. But I think they don't want to commit to a... Bigger sidekick role like Robin yet they don't want to put an actor in that role yet and have a committed role for a universe so I think they're just tossing Blue Beetle in and I guess he's returning yeah in James Gunn's DC EU
0: which, which is which cool like but that's like, great still
1: Blue Beetle out of anybody do a Martian Manhunter movie do yeah a, a cyborg movie anything cyborg story is sweet.
0: Yeah. I know. I don't know why they wouldn't go with something like that. Hmm. Who knows? Cuz we don't write for him. That's why Cyborg I don't never is go a
1: perfect it. way to introduce like alien tech into Matt Reeves'
0: world. Yeah. I would love if they did something because like he, that. Because
1: it's like a car crash or some shit that he mm-hmm. gets it, and then his dad is working in a lab yep. and then brings him there.
0: Yeah. It's a really cool backstory if they were to do something like that.
1: It's grounded. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like, ah, this guy flew in from space.
0: That's what they tried, uh, well, that's what the Snyder Cut tried fixing with him, is they gave him more of a storyline and like, the background with that, which made him way cooler. But, like, when you just throw him in the way they did in the actual theatrical cut, where they're like, this guy's here, he's got a cannon. Oh, he just showed up. Why are we supposed to care?
1: I still haven't watched the movie. I don't think I want to. I I just muted Zack Snyder on Twitter. I like the word
0: don't blame me the you.
1: phrase Zack snyder has been muted on twitter because i can't i don't know why my twitter feed thinks that i like him i don't like him but yes. all the tweets i'm getting are like oh Zack snyder's movies were way better than anything dc marvel was putting out i'm like what are you talking about mm-hmm. are you on crack
0: <laughs> not right now so
1: you like the color orange gray and red <laughs> is what i'm getting
0: yeah, basically. Those
1: are, those are your favorite colors. You can't see any other colors. And your favorite movies are the ones where they're so dark, you have to turn the brightness up to 100.
0: <laughs> yes. 100%. That's
1: a... And where they give Batman a gun.
0: <laughs> God, that was weird.
1: Batman has no ears, he's fat, and he has a gun. <laughs> That's not my Batman.
0: That's Alabama Batman. That's what that is. Alabama Batman? Alabama. That's Times Square Batman, if we're doing anything like that, really. That's the Batman you see just walking in the middle of Times Square, gut pushed over his belt. (laughs) Hey, you want a picture? You give it one $5. 10 years? No, he'll be in a Spider-Man suit. We know that.
1: He was born for it.
0: I'm actually, so I found my quote-unquote Halloween costume for this year. Um Because I've been looking into a couple, like, legit-looking costumes because I want to start going to Comic-Cons and stuff around here. And if I'm going to go to that, I want to at least be prepared with a little something. So uh, this year for Halloween, I'm getting a uh, Ben Riley Scarlet Spider full costume with, like, the blue hoodie and everything like that. Because that's always been my favorite version, and to have, like, a legit version of that costume would be so I think I might want to get some like. Did you watch Across cool the Spider Verse yet? No, not yet. Can
1: you do it? Because he's in it.
0: I know. I need to. I I know he's in it. Hobie's in it. I know Miguel's in it. I, I mean,
1: everybody's in it. They
0: have they have all the cool ass Spider Men that I've always wanted in it, which is yeah, so cool. Ben
1: Riley has like a slight main part. Like, yeah, like a half main part.
0: That that suit is so cool. It's so freaking dope. And
1: it looks like they pulled him right out of his comics. It's
0: awesome. That's awesome. I love seeing that. I love people now seeing people embrace the other versions of Spider-Man that, like, hardcore Spider-Man fans have known for, like, a really long time. Yeah. But now they see these and, like, kids are like, oh, that version's so cool. That version's so cool. Like, they're getting exposed to it right away. I think that's odd. Like, to be a little kid right now is the best time for superhero-wise. It just really is. Yeah, it is. Um, So good.
1: Yeah, I mean, Carrie's uh, nephew loves Spider Man, so like he's seen the new movies and stuff. So, and they're playing the game, like him and his dad are playing the the PS4 game or PS5 game. I can't wait! Excited for, for the next one. Oh,
0: I can't wait! It's coming so soon, dude. Got like another less than two months or so. October. Yeah. What are you been playing? Still Dead by Daylight? Still Dead by Daylight. Um, I'm looking into, like, I'm starting to browse what I have on, like, my PlayStation Plus to find, like, a new, like, story-based game to play uh, for a bit.
1: What level of PS Plus do you
0: have? I have the highest level, so I can get, like, the cloud library and There's things
1: like that. There's a game that is free, It's included with one of those. It's called Slay the Spire. It's just a small little indie game. Um, I th- I think
0: I've seen that on there.
1: It's a rogue like. It's also on my on my phone. I bought it on my phone. Nice. It's like the first time I've paid for a a small game on my phone in forever because it's so worth it. But um it's a rogue like car game and it's really cool and I'm like obsessed with it right now. So if you're looking for something literally I just sit there and I just like it's just you just click on stuff. You don't really it's not you know complex or anything. Yeah. It's it's really cool. You just do runs and you try to beat the you know the th- three runs or whatever.
0: I've been yeah, I've still been playing Dead by Daylight like quite a bit. Um, I'm getting good with so I don't know how much you played, but one of the first people they give you is the uh, this guy they call the Trapper that has bear traps mm. that he puts down. Yeah, I'm getting good with him, and I've like. I read all these articles on the internet, like, oh, he's so bad, he's so terrible, like, he's the worst one to do it. So I get in matches with people, and they see me, and they think, like, oh, like, I'm just going to do it, like deek this guy really easy. But I always, like, pre-plan and set traps where I know people are going to, like, run, like, over windows and stuff like that. So a lot of times they'll, like, hop out a window and get trapped immediately. And then I have my favorite add-on to use with it is one where if they escape from the trap themselves... They're left dying instead of injured. So like they oh, get they out have of the tra- to get revived? Yeah. So Ooh. like they get out of the trap and they're down. So my favorite thing to do as a big old dickhead is try and get it so I'll get one of them by the basement. And then I'll grab them, put their ass in the basement, set up like four traps going up the stairs. <laughs> and then inevitably when someone tries to get them, they get trapped, they get themselves out, and they're down. So I just go put them on the hook next to the other guy. Oh, it's the worst. I get people rage messaging me all the you time. You activate r-
1: your own traps Are walking over them, can you?
0: You can. Um... But, like you get stuck in them for like half a second and then get yourself out, but the annoying ass part is if you 're carrying someone and step on one by accident, you drop the person which has fucked me before Ooh, like that's and they ha- run away yeah yeah, yeah then they I want to play
1: it I just don 't have people to play with
0: it sucks i 'll play with you if you ever want to play, but
1: I, I want to get back into it you
0: 're making it sound like so much fun it, it when you have people to play with it 's massively fun. Although my friends just downloaded uh, the te- the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game that just came out. I heard
1: that's nuts.
0: They said it's really good.
1: I heard it's terrifying.
0: Yeah, I want to try it out. Really Is it good.
1: like a Dead by Daylight?
0: Yeah, it's like something like that. Um, I know you have to find like certain items in order to escape it. Like you have to use cer- or, like certain stuff. So I really want to like give that a shot. You know me, I'm like the freaking horror adrenaline junkie. Yeah, so anything I'm like not- that. will...
1: Um, I'm I'm getting my horror fix, though. I'm playing The Forest. I don't know if you've ever seen that game.
0: No. Is it's it a, good?
1: It's a horror survival game, and, like, you crash land on an island, and it's uh, up to four people. So me and three of my friends have started a world, and, oh, my God, we were playing all last night. We were loving it. Um, but it's uh, – you just – It's like a Minecraft, but horror, basically. Yeah. So, like, you run around, you collect stuff, chop down trees, build a house. Oh, that's And then, like, after your first day of, like, building stuff and hanging around, all of a sudden, you'll just, like, you'll look and you'll see these people and they're just watching you. And you're like, what
0: the
2: fuck?
1: What is going on? And then they, like, come up to you and then they run away and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And they're cannibals.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: So, it's like like a, a family of cannibals. And then, like... The deeper you get into the game, the more you realize that there's, like, mutants and stuff. And it's, like, it gets fucked up. Yeah. And, like, you get attacked by cannibals all the time. So, like, you'll be just hanging out at your house. All of a sudden, like, five cannibals will pop up and start attacking you. And you're like...
0: What a way to have to live your life. Like, just constantly in fear because other humans might eat your ass. Ooh.
1: I'm hoping that they're on tonight so that I can get on. Because I want to make defenses around her. We have, like, a little house now. And I want to... I want to make defenses
0: like spike walls and shit like that. That sounds like a lot of fun.
1: It is. And then there's a story behind it. So you got to find Timmy, which I think is your son. And you got to find Timmy and then the rest of the passengers. And like we went to this town and like you've like a a cannibal village. And you find, like, all these random bodies in like, these horrible positions and shit. And, like, as you're looking at them, you're just crossing names off of the passenger list because that's who they are. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, these cannibals got to everybody? Yeah. It's nuts. That's- and there's, like, a cave system where they live. And, like, it takes a bit to get down into the caves. But once you can get down there, it's, like, insane because then there's these mutants that it's just, like, disfigured bodies that are, like... Oh um, they like combined so it's like a bunch of different legs will combine and like make this creature and it's oh, like shit. It it gets real fucked up. Damn. But yeah, I'm uh I don't like horror games, but I was like, I'm looking for a survival game and we tried playing uh Fuck, what is
0: that? Stranded Deep. Oh yeah.
1: And it was good, but it was like too complex.
0: So you're off of Diablo for a hot minute then? I mean, I'm level 94 in Diablo. <laughs> yeah, so. so you don't have a lot of, there's not a lot of room to grow around there. I want to push to
1: level 100, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I am still playing Diablo, but, and then I downloaded uh, PGA Tour 23, because oh, that was free for PS Plus, it still is, if you want to get it.
2: Um, get some golfing. I haven't
1: played it yet, but I heard it's actually really good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I could see it being really good. Most of the sports games they're making right now are good. In fact, the the new MLB game just came out. I haven't touched one in years, but I'm thinking about you know picking one up for the first time in forever. I know one of my friends plays the shit out of that, so they're fun. I mean, that's why people like the Madden games so much. I've never been into those, but like I had SmackDown versus Raw as a kid, so that was kind of my Madden.
1: Madden, but I do like NBA, like 2K. I'll play yeah. that like every other year.
0: Yeah, two K is good. All those ones are good. As it, as people who aren't sports people, it's always good when we find a sports game we can relate to because we're like, oh, okay. Well, I don't have to be invested in the sport to actually like this. So yeah, yeah this works.
1: I like two K. I'm every now and then, like when I come back to it, I end up getting good, and then I quit, and then I'm bad when I come back. But... <laughs> I'll always always go back to 2K. Like, every other year, I'll pop in, Mm -hmm. see what's up.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I itch to get it back into so many things that I have to stop myself from it. I'm like, just no, play a new game. That's why I'm trying to do that right now, where I'm like, Dead by Daylight's fun. I could play a couple games of this now and then, but get something that you're actually going to use. Because I bought that that plus in order to have access to so many games so if i'm just sitting there wasting my money on it it doesn't make sense doing that
1: there's a lot of good games on there
0: Mm -hmm. i mean uh 2016 doom i never played and i want to go back and play that Mm -hmm.
1: when you go back if you've played eternal and you go back to that you're gonna be like this feels so bare bones but like it's good
0: yeah Well, it was cool. I remember when the trailer for that one got released and they were like, no way, they're making like an updated Doom, like a more... Even Eternal, like I get the itch to play that all the time every now and then. It was so good. It was so hard. That saved me at the beginning of the pandemic, dude. Like just going home and being able to play that every night. So much fun. And it's... When games are that hard, typically they... I'm like, I want to shy away from them, but it was something about that one that I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it through this time. Let's do it. Like, it just made you want to keep going because you'd almost get to the end of times and then something would hit you and you'd fucking die. Ugh. Some of those goddamn levels were so hard. Yeah, they were stupid. Like, the challenges,
1: the challenges that you would find where you just have to, like, kill, like, 300 enemies and you're like, Mm -hmm. Jesus, dude.
0: What was the one thing that would, like, launch the dogs at you too? The, like, um, <sighs> he comes out as a boss in like halfway through the game, and he he has like the sword that like he throws like the shots at you like the green flashes of the sword. I'm trying to think of what the hell his name is. Hold oh, on.
1: the the dude who's like a fucking.
0: He has like a shield, like a big shield that you have to wait until he goes to attack and then shoot him.
1: Uh, I, I don't know. Hold on,
0: name. I'll find him. Shield guys <laughs> it's
1: like the main dude, right yeah, like the' cause that was like the hardest boss fight, yeah, it was, was. that dude,' Cause like you're, you're about to hit like a button or something and he just pops up, and you're like, what the
0: fuck yeah, I need to find it like specifically, gladiator, the gladiator that's what I was thinking of, uh hold on, I'll find a picture of him i'm unless yeah, i I
1: haven't played this game in a while.
2: It was so good,
0: because the, like, their eyes glow on the shield, and that's how you know that they're going to pop in. Oh, not even that guy. No, I lied. He was a hard-ass boss, though. This guy was a super hard boss, but that's not who I'm talking oh,
2: about.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. I but that, okay. but the those guys look similar to him.
1: It's the fucking- and then he becomes a normal enemy later.
0: Yeah. Cuz at the one level he just like pops out first thing and you're like, "Oh great, I have to deal with you now like full time."
1: Yeah. And then like sometimes you get like two or three
0: of them. You know? Marauders. Marauders. That's what they are.
1: Those dudes are fucked.
0: I'm actually going to Yep, that's exactly who they are. Yeah, these so they... guys
1: are terrifying.
0: Yeah, they sucked. I'm actually going to have their
1: own shotgun.
0: Yeah, cuz they they shoot you at times too. The the ESL episode I'm doing after this is um Hardest Video Game Boss Fights and I'm just, I'm adding my marauder to my list now. Yeah, he's
1: – when he popped up, you're like, oh, my
0: God. Yeah. Because it just – it wasn't even because it's like, oh, my God, this is the most unbelievably hard boss I've ever faced. But at the time in the game, like he at that like point – He
1: was equal match to you. Yes. He was basically like Doom Slayer if he was a demon.
0: Yeah. Oh, they did that so good. And the music – Because talks, too. Yeah.
1: Because he's like talking shit to you, and you walks up,
0: and you're like, "What is going on? (laughs) Who is this dude?" When I tell you that I have days all the time in my office that I'll just put on the Doom soundtrack and just vibe to it? I'm like sending emails to coworkers about busing, and I'm like, "I'm like," and I'm going, "Hello, Rick. I hope this email finds you (laughs) well." It's such a dynamic.
1: Um Alex terrible the lead singer of Slaughter to Prevail which is just an insanely heavy band. Yeah. Um he just did a, a Doom Slayer song on his YouTube and it's nuts. He is like it? he like made like a doomish type beat like type uh, you know just metal track and then like just screamed over it.
0: Ooh that's sweet. so dope.
1: His <laughs> vocals are disgusting. They're nuts.
0: I love good screamers. Like Killswitch Engage um lead singer, I always loved.
1: Howard Jones?
0: Yeah, because his voice, he could scream like a motherfucker, and then his vocals when he was singing, there was always something so impressive about how clean they were, Yeah, always. Because you would think like, oh, your voice is going to get fucked up doing this. But his were always very, very clean all the time. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people now that
1: are learning how to do it the right way, because it's a whole art of itself now. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. What a cool age of music we live in. Like
1: you got all these girls now who are doing it.
0: And yeah, like
1: their singing voice is like a hundred octaves different than their. <laughs> yeah, voice.
0: I would, every time I listen to Spirit Box, I like thank God that you told me about them. They're so good. Oh, her voice is freaking beautiful. <laughs>
1: then there's this one band called the anchor and that girl that the uh, lead singer's a, a female and she's she's nuts her voice man she she can go <laughs> some ranges you wouldn't think she'd be able to go to you know, yeah like, oh my god
0: even like the uh the old i know she's not necessarily a screamer but hailstorms lead singer i always loved her vocals like over all the hard shit that they did. Even like, means like Paramore, I always loved Haley Williams, like hearing her voice over those. Um, Flyleaf back in the day, Flyleaf's lead singer had really good vocals that she put over things. But those were like kind of the base forms of what we have now.
1: Yeah. I mean, you got the lead singer Ginger. I
0: don't know if you know them, but
1: she's really good
0: too.
2: Mm hmm.
1: Probably one of the best right now.
2: Yeah,
0: we're we're in one of the best eras ever for music. Oh, man. Yeah,
1: rap's coming back. Slowly. Yeah. But it
0: is. There's more and more being released, which makes me really, really happy, because there was a time where it didn't seem like anything was coming out at all. Yeah. We get new Drake soon, right? Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah, a few weeks.
1: He said he's putting the finishing touches on it. It's coming out soon. For all the dogs, Fat D.
0: Is that what it's called? For all the dogs, yeah. Oh, Fat D?
1: Yeah, I call it Fat D, though.
0: (laughs) That is, it is, it's Fat D. It
1: is. Drake's dropping Fat D. I'm
0: never going to hear it the same again. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Can't wait for Drake to drop Fat D all over the industry.
0: What do we say? Um, first week streams for him, is it going to be over or under uh, 700 million?
1: 700,000? Um,
0: first week streams. It's going
1: to be like 600. It's going to be like 550 to 600. Yeah. He's beating
0: Travis 100%. Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't think anybody is surprised. I'm not
0: surprised. He's the biggest, he's one of the biggest artists in the world right now.
1: I would definitely call him the biggest artist in the world right now. Mm -hmm. Anything he touches is instantly platinum. Yes. Like, he does a feature, it's instantly talked about. There's not many other artists who can do that. Unless they're, like, OG artists, you know. Even Lil Wayne, like, Lil Wayne will drop a verse that some people won't even notice yeah he just did one with um, fuck who who was it it was with some like R&B singer or something and it was really good oh you know what
0: I think I heard that one I'm gonna look now too I just posted
1: it in, I posted it in the noise candy group chat so I can find it a little bit but, um no John one. Batiste
0: yeah he that's what, what it was it. Um, the uneasy, yeah, that yep.
1: was a really good
0: uh, Wayne feature, yeah. He still can write, man. He just, I don't know, he's just wheezy now. <laughs> I, I went back and just saved some of his like very old stuff, like some of his stuff from when he was with like big timers and like hot boys and like all those different things. And some of the music from back then, you're like, okay, I didn't appreciate this at the time, but he was writing some really good shit.
1: He's always been good. Mm Mm-hmm. Ever since he started.
0: Yeah, there's a reason why he's, like, one of the godfathers of hip-hop now, as far as everything goes. Because he was one of the first people from, the first big people from the South of our generation. Like, he helped keep Southern music going as hype as it was. I don't know. We wouldn't have people like Thug if it wasn't for Wayne. That's true. Yeah.
1: A lot of people you wouldn't have.
0: Uzi, same thing. Yeah, his his influence can't be denied on absolutely anything. Ugh. Him
1: and French Montana.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're they're the godfathers. They're the goats. If you're doing a top five and you don't put French Montana at number one every time, you're doing it wrong. Uh, I'm seeing if I could find some topics from this week, seeing Ben isn't here, to pull this up.
1: Because next week's going to be news episode, because Ben's missed three weeks of news.
0: Let's see if I can at least pull a couple of topics from the last few days up.
1: Go to IGN, that's what Ben does.
0: Uh, Ahsoka's very, very, very close. Are you going to watch Ahsoka? I don't know.
1: I didn't watch Andor, I didn't watch Mandalorian season 3. So, my chances are slim, but I don't know. It's weird because like it's not like where it's Marvel, where it's like Marvel sucks right now. It's like Star Wars is in like the best spot it's ever been, mm-hmm. and I still don't really care. I it's just the fact of me not being able to sit down and watch stuff. Yeah. Like I'm finally starting to catch up on movies, but even then like I don't you know, it takes a lot. Yeah, to just sit there.
0: I totally understand. It has to take something I'm really looking forward to to get me to do that. Now, yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, like see. I wanted
1: to see Barbie and Oppenheimer. I haven't seen either of them. Don't really care to.
0: I know. I still, I still want to, but I just haven't had the time. I
1: generate fake hype.
0: Now that I'm back. I th- I think I will, because I just didn't have the time before I went. In fact, our hotel had a movie theater, and I was like, one day if we get bored, we should just like go down and see Barbie if we want. We didn't end up getting bored at all, but...
1: I mean, yeah, I don't know why you would n- in no, Vegas. There's
0: no way to at all. Something, um, something let's see. Oppenheimer crossed $700 million at the global box office, so it's now Nolan's fourth biggest film ever. Just... Put the three in front of it, so it has to be Inception, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises. I imagine would be oh, maybe Interstellar.
1: I don't. I think Interstellar's lowest, like one of the lower ones. That's
0: surprising because that's a good movie.
1: It is very good. It's one of my favorite movies of all yeah. time. But I think it's one of the lower ones. Yeah, like his top ten.
0: I would imagine that it's Inception, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises above it. Um, with Dark Knight Rises being like the third biggest. I don't know. Um, let's see. Uh, Taika Waititi says, Thor 5 needs a villain stronger than Hela.
1: I get to correct you this time? Yeah, please. Taika Waititi.
0: Taika Waititi. Okay.
1: I, man, I wish I could hear Ben try to say that. Ben, when you get back, can you please send me a, or when you hear this, can you send me a voice memo saying his name? (laughs)
0: yeah i definitely butchered that one a ben, little bit. who
1: is the the director of thor
0: um uh, but he said that uh as opposed to love and thunder and ragnarok uh thor 5 is gonna need a stronger villain than even hollow was which i absolutely agree with that he needs to just kind of get grounded in legitimacy again so he needs someone that's gonna make him like fight and look it could legit
1: have been gore they just I don't know. They did him wrong a little bit. Mm-hmm. He was. They did him right, but they didn't make him as strong as he really could have been. Mm-hmm. Galactus.
0: Um, they switched Overwatch, to, or they put Overwatch two um to Steam, and it's the getting review bombed. Yeah, it's getting yeah. review bombed over and over again. Yep. Uh,
1: Overwhelmingly negative.
0: Yeah the the director I guess said that. It's not a fun experience, but it's good to see, like, a lot of new players jump on from that platform to Overwatch, which it's a good way to put a silver lining yeah, on find, it, Yeah, find a
1: positive in your game being absolute right. dog shit. <laughs> the I new character it. looks so fucking sweet, but I hate Overwatch, so I'm not playing. <laughs> but I want to, because the new character looks awesome. Right. I hate Overwatch.
2: <laughs> God.
1: I hate Blizzard, and they made Diablo 4, and I hate them.
0: Um, Blue Beetle uh, Blue Beetle went to number one in the domestic box office the first weekend. Yeah. Which is it a cool thing.
1: Beat Barbie in its third week or whatever.
0: That's very shocking.
1: I mean, it's Barbie's third week. Yeah. It, there's been no new movies that have come out that That's
0: yeah, that's true. I I say I'm shocked, but then it, like things like that come in. And I'm like, oh
1: Like when you put that in perspective, you're like, eh is that successful? Mm-hmm. Like you don't really know. They really they put it into a weird perspective.
0: Yeah, very weird.
1: And you think about it, it released with like no competition, and it's only facing movies that have been out for a month already. So, yeah, I think obviously it's gonna.
0: Yeah, top. I agree. It, everything does eventually. Um. You can muster all your Kennergy right now because pre orders are open for Ken's Fur Coat. Um, you can now buy this online, so get your drip ready for this winter.
1: They are
0: milking the hell They're off. trying. Um, James Gunn isn't making a young Superman movie besides Henry Cavill being recast. Um, so he confirmed that Superman Legacy is not a young Superman movie. So the focus will be. Um, it, it's gonna focus on the earlier part of the character's life but it's not going to be like young Superman
1: they should make they should do the funniest thing possible and they should do the death of Superman in his first movie and kill him immediately
0: five minutes in yeah that'd be hilarious
1: like well we don't have a Superman anymore <laughs> talk about how he's like this big hero he's been this big hero for like ten years and on now he's dead yeah it's like what <laughs>
0: Um, do you remember the Percy Jackson movies? Loved them. Um, the Percy Jackson's and the Olympians will hit Disney Plus with a two episode premiere on December twentieth. So the show they're doing will have a two episode premiere then.
1: Yeah, but it's is it they can't do like the old actors or anything, can they?
0: No, I don't think so. I don't know.
1: Get ready for the most insane show ever. Ooh. It's probably going to be bad.
0: The, this makes me so excited. Speaking of shows that could not possibly be bad if you wanted to, I really hope. Um, David Harbour revealed that he's seen some of the Stranger Things 5 script and that the conclusion is a hell of an undertaking and it's bigger than everything they've ever done before.
1: Looks like they're going to be fighting a dragon. So,
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah. It'll be wild if like that's kind of where it ends up, but I well, know there's going to be more to it.
1: Well, they're going along with Dungeons and Dragons bosses. So if they were to keep doing that, then they would be doing like a dragon, mm-hmm. <laughs> which would be sick. But I'm excited. I a lot of people complain about the show saying it's not as good, blah blah, blah but like I think it's only gotten better to me. Be
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. I that last season I really, really enjoyed. There were so many quotables from that last season too.
1: Yeah. I hate Will, I hope he dies, but other than that, <laughs> Poor I like Will like the show. I seriously hate him. I hate him so much.
0: Wouldn't that be like the biggest irony if he ends up dying at the end where it's like, Oh, we tried saving your ass and that's how we got in this situation and now you're dead. He's supposed know. to be like the biggest
1: part of the next season, so.
0: Yeah. Oh, I can imagine.
1: Can Hold they on. give him a new haircut though?
0: Something they need to they need to, to spruce him up somehow because he was it, my boy was losing me last season. Dude, that
1: bowl cut was horrible.
0: So bad. <laughs> It'd be like so they'd basically Hunger Games it because Katniss's little sister dies anyway in that series. Even though she replaces her as a tribute, she ends up dying like in the either the second to last or the last part. It's like why the fuck did you even do this?
1: I forgot about that. <laughs>
0: Isn't that weird? Oops. <laughs> Carrie, spoilers. Oh my god. Um so they're doing uh the series that Apple TV series about Monarch the Legend of the Monsters. It's kinda like that Godzilla based thing because uh, the the, like big old uh, I'm I'm trying to think of like if it was a moth or something that was like a Godzilla yeah yeah I think that's a big part of like the Godzilla lore so I think it's going to focus into the whole universe rather than just him Um,
1: they're doing a Mothra show or movie
0: I think so yeah Uh, so uh, Kurt and Wyatt Russell will be playing the same characters uh, or same character in the spinoff. So his son, Wyatt, is going to be playing him during the 1950s when they do, like, flashbacks. And then when they do the modern day, it's going to be Kurt Russell. That's. I think that's a cool-ass thing.
1: Like, what better... I love when they do that. There's been a few things that have done that. And what I, better
0: casting can you have that's than awesome. that? Like, that's so dope.
1: His son. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it.
0: Like, playing a younger version of him. Like, And when people see it, they're like, oh, well, that looks like Kurt. It's like, guess what? It's kind of him, a little bit. I
1: really like that whole Godzilla, King Kong, like, the, whatever it is. I forgot what they called it. But, the the, like, the Monster Universe they're doing right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen the movies, but, like... If you binge it for a weekend, you're gonna be like, wow, these are like some of the most insane. They're super cool. Like, they're you don't go for them for like any crazy story, but it's like the best so far, it's like the best rendition of Godzilla. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh my god, uh,
1: maybe,
0: not. maybe Godzilla fans will hate me for that one. But mm-hmm. so, um, David Harbour also revealed this another piece of Stranger Things news that I found funny. Uh, even though he's a lifelong gamer even uh, he'll go as far as to, like, role play in World of Warcraft. He can't play games with the Stranger Things kids because it takes him out of the fantasy of the game. What does that even mean? I don't know. Maybe something about, like,
2: There's how no close
0: one. he is with that. No. Like, may- maybe as an actor, video games are how he kind of dissociates, like, from the world. Like, maybe that's, like, kind of his escape and the places he uses his outlet. And I could see what he means because... If, like, your coworkers are kind of in there with you, and especially with kids, if they're, like, kind of expecting certain things out of you, or, like, a certain personality, I could kind of get what he means with that. Yeah. But, like, some Mario Kart, man. Just run it with them a little bit. (laughs) He's, like, role-playing Mario Kart. (laughs)
1: It's the last lap. Oh, my
0: God. Um, Michael Sarah almost wasn't Alan and Barbie. Very close to not being it. Uh, his manager made it seem like he wasn't interested in the role. Only because they assumed the actor wouldn't want to shoot in London. <laughs> but he absolutely did what they offered it to him. <laughs> so he almost didn't get one of his probably my most iconic roles ever now. I don't know.
1: I've never seen Barbie. So
0: I haven't yeah. seen Barbie yet. We'll go on a date. We'll go see it you That's and me invited. no women just us Perfect. we'll hold hands oh, okay um let's see what else i think few, i got like one sounds? or two things okay. uh yeah so we did get the first image from the uh godzilla spinoff series like i was saying uh there was one more on here that i was going to bring up hold on i'll find it oh this was the one i was gonna end on um Recently discussing Suicide Squad on Twitter, director David Iyer said he regrets some of the more uh, divisive decisions, including Joker's controversial damaged tattoo. So he, he regrets giving Joker the damaged tattoo on his forehead. That's his. Ba- I
1: regret seeing that damaged tattoo.
0: <laughs> I regret that whole Joker. The grill.
1: That was the worst Joker they've ever
0: made. Yeah, like why why? Why? He didn't fit into that world at all. I get I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to make him like a
1: thug, street thug, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: he's not. He doesn't hang around in clubs. He doesn't
0: Yeah. And it doesn't make sense. I
1: feel like the only thing that held that movie back was Joker. Yeah. I enjoyed the rest of it.
0: And they def- there was some weird it, it definitely felt camp sometimes with certain things that they did. You see the other one? Yeah, that one was really that one good. Was really good. I really liked that one.
1: Peacemaker being a fucking villain.
0: Yeah, Peacemaker looks so good. John Cena is such a good choice for Peacemaker. He really is. Yeah,
1: he's perfect. He's funny too. He's like a naturally good comedy actor
0: yeah and he's gotten better at his acting like you could tell over the years he's gotten far better he's
1: definitely trying
0: from way back when i saw him in the first marine movie the marine 12
1: rounds you ever seen 12 rounds
0: 12 rounds yeah 12 rounds is sick dude it's like when uh the the only movies the rock was doing were like wwe films too the
1: wwe films are all horrible and awesome at the same time
0: if you want to go and look at like a bizarre reality of things that did actually like happened.
1: Four of the Marine.
0: They did like four of the Marine. Like Ted DiBiase is one of them. They did this story. They did this movie called Walking Tall, and it was it starred The Rock, and it was based on these true events that happened in this town, um, where this guy came back from the Marines and like became sheriff and like cleaned up all this corruption that was going on. And it's him, and his sidekick in it is Johnny Knoxville. And it's like, what? Like, when you look back at it now, you're just like, what the fuck? Like, why did... And Johnny Knoxville has, like, action sequences in the movie where he's, like, beating people up. It's fucking hilarious. Like, the, the one in particular I'm thinking of, these guys invade, like, the Rock's parents' home when Johnny Knoxville's watching over them. So he's fighting all these dudes, and... At one point, he's in this fist fight with this guy, and he's, like, going hard. He finally gets the upper hand on him, and he's punching him, he's punching him. And The Rock comes into the house and pulls him off, and Johnny Knoxville turns around, and he's still, like, in the heat of the moment, and he just punches The Rock straight in the face. (laughs) And he just, The Rock, like, reels back from it, and for a moment, the look on his face is, oh, I want to hit this dude so bad right now. But he doesn't. Then Johnny Knoxville immediately is like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry."
1: Yeah, don't punch the rock in the face, the
0: Bizarre time. casting choices that you
2: never would have th- yeah, thought would that's happen. Weird. That's us.
0: That's our. That's our duo right now. We are the rock and Johnny Knoxville. Who's who? I think I'm Johnny Knoxville. Maybe I think. Yeah, I feel like we both could be both of them. I'm a Johnny Knoxville type for sure. I don't know. What is a Johnny Knoxville type?
1: Oops.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll bleep that. You know, I was was thinking about this. This is the first time you and I have done, like, a solo episode together in a very long time. And it happened again. (laughs) It happened again. We just can't do solo episodes together anymore. Oh, we were so close! You like the instant oops? shit. No, I would never. I'll stand by you till the end. I'll get canceled right alongside you.
1: What episode is this? Eighty?
0: Oops! This is eighty. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's been episode eight.
0: <laughs> this is eighty.
1: Yeah. Wow. Been missing out.
0: I know. Well, you guys will get 100 very, very soon. Less than 20 episodes. This
1: is episode 100, actually.
0: This is episode 100. We jumped to it. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. And uh, episode 100, and it's our last. Because we're getting canceled.
1: 100 and done?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I get it. 100 and done. Like 101. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
1: That (laughs) That was an accidental joke that I did. Oh man! I feel like me saying one word completely unraveled the entire trajectory of this podcast.
0: No, I mean we were we were on a good trajectory anyway. Nothing ever gets unraveled Sorry.
1: with us. You gotta do you gotta do ESL.
0: I do gotta do ESL, which you could check out uh, this coming Friday. This episode will be out. We have Figgy and Cheese Man on um, two of the members of Go Games. We're doing our top ten video game boss fights, the Whoa. hardest ones. So, that makes sense do that how many yeah. How many souls like bosses are going to be in the? oh God, probably from a couple people I'm doing it because I haven't played the souls games too much i'm I always like doing the list based off what I know, yeah, because I feel like that's fair rather than just being like, I've never played this boss, but I've heard their're heart, like who wants to hear that so I, I'm sure some of the heavier gamers are definitely going to have some Souls villains with Isshin, them.
1: the sword saint, better be on somebody's list.
0: Ooh, yeah, that's definitely one of the harder Still ones I've heard. Still can't beat him. Yeesh. Yeah, there's, there's a couple Kingdom Hearts bosses that pop up on this one. 'Cause the first couple games did have a couple pain in the ass bosses for really? sure. Yeah, all oh, thought that, yeah. that
1: entire game was just
0: easy breezy for four year olds. No, when it got when it got to three, it was absolutely it was way too easy. Oh. That was my biggest complaint with three. The first Kingdom Hearts had some of like the hardest fucking bosses I've ever faced in my life in it. Really? Especially at that time, yeah. Um once you got to know the game a little bit more, some of them became really easy. But, like, even the first time you face Sephiroth in that, that's a hard fight. Like, that's Sephiroth. I was going to bring fight. him up, actually. I was mm-hmm. about to say,
1: isn't Sephiroth one of them? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a hard one for sure.
1: He's, like, harder in that than he is in, like, Final Fantasy VII. Yeah.
0: I know, for real. Like, they have these weird bonus villains that tend to be ridiculous, which, yeah, that's Kingdom Hearts, though. Whatever. Yeah. Goaded.
1: Goaded. Goaded games.
0: Goated games.
1: Mm. Well, that was episode 80. Dan, get out of here so you can go record your other show. Yeah. Thanks for uh, helping out.
0: Thank you for having All me, my man. my co-host quit. Happy to, be, happy to be here. Yeah, I fired him from my show, and he quit from this one. So yeah. he's done podcasting.
1: No, Ben, we hope you're having fun.
0: I hope you're having a great time, buddy. I can't wait to see you.
1: Next week will be a lot of fun because he'll be back, and we get to talk about his trip. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So next week...
0: Get a guest on here you know, I, I liked uh, I liked Steve being on here Steve last week. Steve was an awesome guest. That's why I didn't even post him on uh, Yao's channel. I wanted you guys to exclusively have that one because that was oh. such a good episode. Awesome, you thanks. You deserve that.
1: All right. Well, we will see you guys next week.
2: See ya. See ya.